Hello, my name is Nicole Block and I'm with Talk with Block. Today we're sitting with Damon McCall and he is with Approved Shield. Approved Shield, his company. Yep. And we're working in collaboration with the Texas Apartment Association's Education Foundation, specifically their Room to Grow campaign, and we're collaborating with industry celebrities as well. So lots of different platforms that are coming together to just raise awareness about our industry and the wonderful people that we have working in it, like Damon here. So we're gonna get to know him a little bit better. So Damon. Welcome. Thank you. I love doing podcasting and especially video podcasting. It's yeah. always a really good time. So I'm really happy to be here. With well, you. We're, we're glad that you're joining us today. Yeah. So tell everyone a little bit about yourself, how you started in this industry and kind of a, you know, kind of a quick, quick little review of your, of your industry experience. Well, first of all, I think multifamily is probably the best industry in the world. And I only wish that I'd known about it when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Right. But I found out about it in college. I did a little bit of leasing in college and okay. then I worked in industry for a while and then I came back to multifamily because I just loved it. I loved mm -hmm. the people and the interactions, so I did leasing and then I got promoted to a property manager and then I became a regional manager and then and eventually after 10 years or so, I started my own business. Okay, so let's dissect that a little bit if you don't mind. So sure. let's go back to when you mentioned <clears throat> you were in college Yep. and then you chose to go into a, you know the, the leasing position, yep. which is I think what a lot of people, their, their trek looks like. Yeah. What about the industry appealed to you specifically? Like, What was it that got you there and what was it that keeps you there? The one thing that appealed to me the most was autonomy, mm -hmm. right? So you go in and everybody has an understanding of what they need to do on site and you're not sitting in an office doing a task that's really rote. Yeah. You're in an office and you're all trying to achieve a common goal and you take people out and show them apartments and you're, it's all about building rapport and that's what I really liked about it was yeah. that there wasn't a whole lot of monotony to the job. It was always something different every single day. Well, and and really, to the extreme, I don't think you ever see the same day twice. No. You know? and so, no. so I think that's no. definitely, talk about the opposite of monotony. So I think that sometimes that does affect the learning curve. You sure. know, I do talk to a lot of leasing consultants when they're coming in and say, listen, you're never gonna see the same day twice. Your learning curve is gonna take a little bit. Yeah. However, the amount of time you know, that you're gonna be able to sustain this career yes. will be you know, really limitless because of that same thing. Yep. You know, because you don't, you're never gonna, you're never gonna be bored. Yeah, no, and you're not. You're never, ever, ever bored. <laughs> ever. And you're right. No, no two days are the same yeah. ever. And there's always something that comes and throws you for a loop, mm -hmm. right? Just yeah. when you think you've seen everything, you found out no, you haven't seen yeah. everything. Your problem solving skills get really sharp, right? Yes, yes, they do. <laughs> and the more you move up, the sharper they have to become. Yeah. Because what you think are bigger problems when you're a leasing consultant is a different set of problems than when you're an assistant manager. Absolutely. So, and they just, they just change and grow. Well, and grow. the versatility though, Damon, yeah. with your skill set, you yeah. know, and I think as, you know, any of the, you know, some of the people sitting on the audience, they might be just coming out of high school, just coming out of college, or maybe they want a career change and they're, they're all different skill sets out there. So one of the purposes of this podcast is to show how versatile this industry is and you'll be able to hone any skill you want to, you know, if you're going to put in, put in the time and the work. Right. So fantastic. So you so you went all the way, really, all the way through a regional manager. Mm -hmm. So how long were you on site or in an operator's role, Damon? Total, I was probably on site for about five. Okay. Uh, and then I spent the next probably close to ten as a, as a regional. Okay. Yep. So hands down, my favorite jobs, though, were leasing apartments, mm -hmm. right? So leasing and property manager were my two favorite jobs. Yeah. I enjoyed being an assistant. That was great. But... It was more back office, yeah. and I wanted to be front and center. So is that what appealed to you, would you say, as far as between 
in the leasing consultant position and the property manager, those characteristics as far as like being out front and center. Correct. Yeah. And so to your point about there's something for everybody, yeah. there are people that love back office, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. And, and you still have to be out as an assistant manager. You're still out mm -hmm. front and center in some ways, just not as much. Yeah. And so for me, I, I just enjoyed the getting to chat with people and, and win over new friends. And then what I loved was, especially on a small property, like 100, my first property was 152 units. Mm -hmm. So on 152 units, I knew everybody that lived there. After yeah. I worked there for about a year, I had either leased to them or they had lived there for some length of time. And so walking around on property, I would say, hey, and I knew everybody by their first name right. and it was fantastic. Well, the sense of community is yeah. really there, you know. Yeah. Interestingly enough, and I'd love to get your opinion on this. So, you know, there's all different size apartment communities. Do you find that it's more difficult to work on a smaller community or on a larger community? Smaller community. Absolutely. Down, every I know. single day. Yeah. <laughs> I think about that. I, yeah. I think sometimes people have that misconception that, oh, it's fewer units. Yeah. Um, but you wear more hats. Yes. Yeah, you truly have to do it all. It's, it's interesting. So I've, you know, I've started as a leasing consultant as well, um, all the way up into an area vice president role. And it's just interesting that misconception of like, oh, I'm going to go to a smaller property because it's going to be easier. Yeah. Right? Well, and, and, and that perception exists out yeah. there today, yeah. right? Among really experienced property managers. It just won't die. Managers. I don't understand. I don't know it either, but you, if you go and take over a smaller property, they'll say, oh, it's going to be so great. It's going to be so easy for you. And no, it's yeah. not. I think it is harder because you are right. There's usually, I mean, depending on the size of the property, there's one or two people. You might be the one person. Mm -hmm. um, does everything. Right? Yeah. Or you may have a part-time person that comes in sometimes, or you may have a full-time yeah. second person. But, you know, the thing that people don't take into account, I think, a lot of times is that everyone has to have days off. Mm -hmm. Right? So there Wait, are... you don't work seven days a week. Right? That is, you do not work seven days yeah, a week. Yeah, no, we industry. don't do that. Yeah. Five is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Five yeah. is good. But everybody needs their, their days off. Yeah. And so, you, you know, maybe you're leasing slash assistant on a yeah. smaller property. That person might be taking Tuesday, Wednesday off or right. Sunday, Monday, or who knows. But there's at least a couple of days you're on set by yourself mm -hmm. and things still have to get done. Well, and I think that, you know, to our point about versatility, this is a 24-7 business. You know, we are working where people live. So you also have more flexibility in your schedule. So if we have someone that's here in high school yep. that's listening and wants to go to college, you know, you have the potential to take two days off during the week on those days going to school, et cetera. So there's flexibility as well. But I, I just wanted to gauge your opinion on that. <laughs> well, I just have to, on that point, yeah. I just have to say I loved taking Tuesday, Wednesday, or Wednesday, Thursday off yeah. because I got so much done, mm -hmm. right? I yeah. could go to the doctor, I could do my shopping because everybody's open, everyone's at work mm -hmm. except you. Yeah. And so you can get all the things done you want to get done. I loved it. Okay, versatility. Yeah. So you were on site, that, and thank you for sharing all of that. But let's talk about what you looked at that was missing because you started your own company, which is a fantastic feat, so congratulations. Thank you. And you kind of talk through what you saw our industry was lacking and you were able to now go to the supplier side, right? And support our industry. So kind of talk through that journey. I'm really interested in hearing about that. So I realized fairly quickly when I became a regional that the one thing that you can do on site that changes everything across the board is screening. Mm -hmm. If you are making sure that the people that move in meet the qualifying standards for the community, you have much easier day-to-day -day operations. Sure. So realizing that Fraud was on the rise, mm -hmm. and with well, everything being online, there's less personal interaction to verify and make those relationships. Correct. Yeah. And so, you know, there there has been with with technology being more in the forefront for everyone, mm -hmm. and everyone having easier access to technology, it became easier, I think, for people to work the system to benefit 
themselves mm -hmm. and, and hide information that maybe they didn't want you to know about. Yeah. And so I started realizing that, you know, and I'm such a doe-eyed individual. I think sometimes when I when I was yes, blinking, I don't know if right? you guys would see that he's doe-eyed and blinking. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, I, it never occurred to me that somebody would do that. Yeah. Right. I thought, and, oh my god. Until you see it at an original yeah. level, then you're going to see every property in your portfolio. So it's going to be a much you know wider variety. Right. Yeah. So as a regional, I started thinking to myself, okay, what is the common denominator here? Why are we having evictions pop up? Uh, and I started to realize that we needed to take a deeper dive into looking at making sure that we're not setting people up for failure when they move in mm -hmm. and letting them take an apartment that's maybe more than what they can afford. Yeah. Or making sure that the information that they're providing us is legitimate. Yeah. And so being on site and it being so technical, you are fairly limited in the tools that are available to you to, to mitigate fraud and to realize or, or to make a judgment call on, hey, this is real, this is not real. Yeah. Let's take a pay stub, for instance. How do you know it's not real, yeah. right? So that becomes a, a more challenging prospect. So when I decided I was gonna build my own business, I thought, I think this is the avenue to go to. And, and if that wasn't enough, there was a city councilman here in Dallas that invited me to a meeting of multifamily stakeholders. Okay. And what he wanted to solve was the problem of transiency between communities. Mm -hmm. So. That, that and, happens. And, and kind of transiency, transiency between communities. What you know, for someone who's not experienced in our industry, is truly people moving from apartment community to apartment community before the credit report catches up, before the eviction court catches right. up. And so there's a ripple effect that's kind of awake, actually, kind of you know, as far as uh, apartment communities. So. Yeah, that's right. It takes about 45 days yeah. if somebody has an eviction filed against them for that to show up on a credit report. And so. What happens in that 45 days? Somebody takes advantage of that window and they might move across the street or down the road. And so there's not any great way to really know that, yeah. or there wasn't up until we, we built a proof shield. But that was what he was focused on, was how do we stop transiency and how do we make sure that the people that are being moved in meet qualifying standards. So, so kind of getting back to, you know, your experience, your multifamily, now you're leveraging mm -hmm. that, you know, talk through, because again, remember our audience, you know, might have any knowledge of multifamily. Sure. Um, so, so now what skill set are you using? You know, kind of now, now you've transitioned from, you know, customer service, being out in front, now you're problem solving, and now an entrepreneurial spirit is coming out. So kind of talk me through maybe two or three skill sets, like just naming them off that you probably used as now an entrepreneur. Um, okay, well, I think that it's really important to point out that multifamily prepared me to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Right? Because, and I think that that's something, the person sitting out there maybe graduating high school or even wanting to change careers looking mm -hmm. at the apartment business, right. I think there's a conception that in the apartment business, what you do all day is take rent and eat bonbons. Mm -hmm. And that is so far from the truth. It's a really- Because who has time to eat? Right. It's a really, <laughs> well, it's such a multifaceted job. Yeah. Right? So there's a lot going on. but. At its core, you're operating a piece of real estate, sometimes for somebody else, mm -hmm. like a third party owner. Absolutely. And then sometimes you're doing it for the company that you work for, which is owner managed. Yeah. And so when you're doing that, and especially the higher up you get, you're heavily involved in the business planning. Mm -hmm. Right? So you have you have real input and real say in how that business develops. Yeah. And so having done that, having worked business plans with property owners and having thought 
creatively about how to solve problems. Right. Definitely a problem solver. Yeah, being strategic and learning how to problem solve. So in a few words, you're right, it's entrepreneurial spirit. It is definitely guts because it takes a lot of guts to go out on your own and start your own business. And you really have to believe in yourself to do that. Yes. And another skill I learned in multifamily, right? Right. At at first, you're not sure about yourself, but then you grow to be more sure about yourself. Yeah. And then I think, lastly, I learned through multifamily. I stayed in this business and came back, as as you wisely said, to support it Mm -hmm. because I wanted to do something to give back to that business. Yeah. And, And so I think that all of those things sort of led me full circle to creating a group too. Yeah, and I think that your story is definitely unique to you, but not uncommon, you know, because people that spend any amount of time in this industry find their path if they're looking for it. There's so many avenues that you can take, um, whether you're, again, passionate about bookkeeping and strategy, or you're passionate about customer service, or you might be passionate about fixing, you know, just fixing appliances or fixing what, you know, air conditioning units and anything that's, you know, keeping up the aesthetic of, of of a community. So I think that you know, really lends itself to lots of careers unfolding. Yeah, my, you know? multifamily is a microcosm of all jobs that everything. exist well, it's in the a world. Home. I mean, you know, yeah. it's built on homes. Yeah. And everything is so. You can have carpentry. Personal. You can have repair. Yeah. You can have a, a business sales. I mean, yeah. leasing is sales, mm-hmm. and you're you know primarily you're selling you. Yeah. Right. I, I'm a firm believer that people lease from leasing agents. They don't lease from apartment. Well, I think that your story I love as well because now you're a supplier partner. You understand how an operator's perspective, you know, kind of fits into your world, Absolutely. and vice versa. So that partnership also for multifamily is, it's just crucial. Right. So one other thing I'd like to ask you before we conclude, you know, what piece of advice, Damon, would you say you've either received or you would give, you know, to someone who is you know, listening to this uh, podcast and and wondering, you know, kind of what their next step is. You know, what piece of advice that you, have you received that's been impactful that you would push forward? I think that probably it would be when you go to work every day to come with everything you have. Mm-hmm. I was sitting and having a conversation with somebody one day who was very down in the dumps. And in the end, it was funny, they, they had this, this self-realization that they really were in control of their own destiny. Sure. And that showing up is 90% of the battle. The other 10% is giving it everything you have. Mm -hmm. And so show up and just give it everything. And if you do that, you will go really, really, really far. Absolutely, well, it'll be limitless. I mean, you know, happiness is a choice. I mean, people don't let things happen to them, they make things happen. So so I appreciate your time. I mean, truly, this has been fantastic. Thanks for having me, it's been fantastic. It's exciting. So if someone wants to get a hold of you, Damon, is there a way, I mean, as far as social media-wise, your company, tell us a little bit about how we can get a hold of you. Sure, so we are on Facebook and Twitter and all that good stuff under at Approved Shield. And then if you wanted to get a hold of me personally, my email address is damon at approvedshield.com. So it's D-A-M-O-N. Fantastic, yeah. I appreciate that. And again, I'm Nicole with Talk With Block. You can find me on Twitter as well as LinkedIn, Nicole Block. If you're interested in getting more information on the Room to Grow campaign through the Texas Department Association's Education Foundation, you can go to roomtogrowtx.com and follow the prompts to get more information. Thanks again for your time. Thanks to Damon. We hope to see you soon in multifamily. Thank you. Thank you.